Alright. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. There's no second try. We're going on one, three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnansky. Undermodulated, now I'm overmodulated. I don't know what's going on here, Shine. Good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, Mike Mutnansky. I'm wonderful. How are you today? You sound tinny to me. This is a nice Comrex box. It works beautifully. What the hell is going on here? I don't know. But now you sound quiet. You were sounded you sounded great literally right before we yeah, started. But, I went, but then I started yelling and I was going in the red. Check, check, check. Well, I guess that's a little bit better. Well, you were fine on my end, so. Okay. Maybe my headphones are messed up. Okay, you know but but the uh on the Comrex box they gave us for the COVID broadcasting, which I'm never giving back, by the way. Yep, never do. Um, it says I, I was in the red when I was doing the open there. Yeah, that no, you were you were fine. Modulated. On my end, you were perfectly fine. I have a lot of emotions today, Shine. This is the emotional edition of the uh, BetQL Boston podcast. Why are you so emotional, Matt? Uh, we'll start with the sads, okay? Oh, boy. This felt something missing today, missing from my life, and couldn't figure it out until about 945 I got no golf action. I got no DFS. <sighs> I have no gamble. I have no betting. I don't have ESPN Plus on in the background with the uh, terrible announcers. Although Reed Fowler is good, my buddy Reed Fowler of DK does some of that stuff. Uh, but I'm I are week one. I already miss golf, and I admit, I admit, I did take a peek at the live field and said, <laughs> "Do I want to? Do I want to dr- drive down there? Do I want to park in Lancaster Park and then take the shuttle over? It's only thirty six bucks." Surprise the oldest who would love to do it. So I, I, I'm uh, I'm feeling the sads because golf season's over, at least for now. All right. To that degree, I understand. I, too, miss golf already. I would love to be placing – I would have loved to have been placing bets yesterday and preparing for another tournament. Alas, we are here. The season is over, and I am simply just awaiting football to begin. I know. We're in that uh, football waiting pattern right now, uh, which is uh, – it's it's good. We got college football A week tonight. from today, Mutt. Yeah, we A got A week this. from today. The big game uh, between the Bills and the Rams cannot wait. Uh, I'm feeling old today. If you want to go to that emotion next. Oh, um, yes, let's hear that. I, 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 I grew up a gamer, Shime. I played video games every day. I loved yep. video games from Love the time it. I was like 10 until, you know, in my, into, my, into my 30s, or being completely honest, played a lot of Madden and Madden Ultimate Team and just sort of gave it up because started focusing on, like, you know, horse racing and, and betting and stuff like that. And so... You can only when you have kids, you can fill that void. Fill the void, fill that free time where you're not parenting and/or trying to live a normal life with only a certain amount of things. And I push video games to the side, but now the kids are back into it. They want the new Madden, so we cranked up the the PS4 trying to get it set up. It's stuck in rest. I, I used to know how to fix everything, and now I got I got I got to go through a tutorial this morning on how to fix a, a PS4. I used to oh. know how to do all this stuff, Shime. All this oh, was boy. good. I already replaced the hard drive last year, so it can't be the hard drive again. So I, I you're a video game guy, so you sure. know what it's like to be out. And, well, you don't know what it's like. But when you're out of it, you just feel old because I knew everything about every game ever. And now I'm like, well, do we, do we upgrade to the PS5? The kids are like, their buddies are on Xbox, and now I'm in this whole video game research thing. And i got to fix the PS4 so they can play Madden. Because they want the new Madden this weekend. Oh boy, uh, it's a tough feeling. Old, it's a tough, old. tough go for you, my friend. I'm sorry. Uh, and I'm feeling good because there's some excellent, excellent uh, football this weekend. The first weekend of college football, week way, like you said. There's an excellent weekend of racing, so that'll be good. Um, so there's a lot of emotion, Shime. I'm, I, I am an emotional basket case today. I'll be honest. You know what, Mutt? It happens to the best of us sometimes. So I, I understand where you're at, and um, I sympathize with your plight. 
and some excitement on sports betting. We'll get to that in a second. Let's start with the, the Red Sox. I was long, I was wrong and long uh, about John Ryan, Joe Ryan last night. He got absolutely smoked by the Red Sox. Grand slam by Xander Bogarts. J.D. Martinez, a solo home run later in the inning. It felt like watching the team you thought you were getting all year. Big power, middle of the order. Matt Barnes gets a double play to get the save. Unfortunately, Sean, this has been few and far between for them. They win, but more games like this would have meant them playing games into uh, well into October in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, if, if only they could do that. A little, a little yeah. too late. Uh, a little bit too, uh, too little, too late. Uh, yes. Rich Hill and Glenn Otto, not the pizza company, but Glenn Otto on the mound tonight. Red Sox are plus one ten on the run line, minus one and a half. Over under is nine. It's still one ten in uh, both over and under. You can play the Red Sox money line at minus one seventy five. You play the Rangers money line at plus one fifty. The old man Rich Hill against the terrible pitcher Glenn Otto. What do you want to do today, Chris Shine, with the Red Sox and the Rangers? First of a jumbo four game weekend series, which I believe will be sparsely attended over there at Fenway Park. I would say very sparsely attended. I, I'm kind of upset. Last night, uh, oh. the Rangers did a really cool thing. We talked about video games already once. Uh, the Rangers did a really cool thing uh, called Optic Gaming Night at uh, the Rangers Park. Uh, yep. Optic Gaming is a major esports organization. They had the owner, Hector, out there, and uh, the one of the biggest esports athletes out there, Scump. Uh, I would have loved to have seen Wait, that. Scump was there? Scump was there. Wow. Yep. Oh, my God. Good old Scumpy was there. Uh, running it up, Holy and so shit. I would have, uh, I would have loved to to have seen that uh, against the Red Sox. However, we won't get that. Instead, we'll get, as you said, a sparsely uh, attended game. I, uh, I'm going to try and do what you did last night. I like Rich Hill to record a win tonight at oh. plus two thirty five. Oh. Um, I think Rich Hill. Uh, I mean, he he pitched tremendous in his last outing against Tampa Bay. He's been pretty. He's been pretty good to okay in his last couple starts. Um, and, and you know, yesterday the Red Sox got the win. Might have a little momentum here, so I'm going to go with Rich Hill to get a win at plus two thirty five. If you are going to the Red Sox game tonight, I don't know if you know these uh, these little toys, these Funko Pop toys. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, they're doing a Pedro Funko Pop night tonight. Oh, that's pretty neat. So they're going to do uh, just about 3,000. They're going to give away, it looks like the first 7,500 uh, are going to get this in the ballpark tonight. It's about 3,000 or so are going to be road uniform. Uh, 3,000 or so in a Red Sox regular uniform, white home uniform. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to have, uh, for whatever reason, 476 uh, gold Funko Pops of uh, Pedro Martinez tonight wow. at the ballpark. That's kind of cool. I'm just looking for other promotions this weekend. People are going to go to the game. No, there's a tote bag next weekend. Kids run the bases later on. Ooh, Trevor Bobble, Trevor Story bobblehead night to wrap up the season late in the year. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough sell. Uh, Red Sox and Rangers. Uh, I'm going to go with the Red Sox team total. Now, you're going to pay the price. It's minus 140. I don't love it. But I, I can't get past the Glen Auto stuff. Doing the pregame work this morning. This guy just stinks, Shime. He's just not good. And yep. – you're telling me Xander Bogarts is going to start heating up. You're telling me J.D. Martinez got his hips in place and he's starting home runs. Like, the Red Sox are going to score five runs. Yeah, And agreed. so I, I don't love it as a standalone. Uh, I suggest that if you're going to use this, be prepared to lay the 140. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if between now and uh, you know, game time tonight that goes up a little bit. I've noticed that as the day goes on, some of the games that we talk about, things that we like, not because of us, because people are starting to look at them later in the day, uh, they start to get priced up a little bit. Um, so I would find something to pair that with personally. I'll probably use it as a one-off uh, as part of the uh, the show tonight. I, again, I don't love the juice, but just it's a standout shine because Glenn Otto has got an awful ERA. 
He's got an awful record this year. Teams have hit him really beginning to end. Um, and given the offensive effort last night, maybe some signs of life from the Red Sox offense. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to be against Glenn Otto on the Red Sox team total of four and a half. If you do want to pair it with something, as we said, Xander Bogarts is finally kind of starting to get hot here. Um, he's been really good as of late. His total bases number is only over one and a half, and you're getting it at plus 105. Um, so you still get at least a little bit of value there. So if you did want to same game parlay that, pair that uh, team total with something, uh, I don't hate the uh, Xander Bogarts over on total bases. Yeah, I did look at some of the the, the Red Sox hit him in a 400 clip. Uh, they're not a lot of at bats, but they're six for 15. Like Bobby Dahlbeck's two for two. Xander one. Like they just is the guy they hit. They and mash both, him, yeah. B- both Devers and Martinez have home runs. In fact, Martinez only seen this guy once in his career has a home run. What do they what do they have for a total bases on JD Martinez tonight? Uh, JD Martinez over one and a half for plus 120. Yeah, I mean he's a guy that when he finally, I mean. He has been just powerless. Last night, 11th, 11th home run of the year for J.D. Martinez. Um, he says it's his hips. I wonder if he's battling some sort of back issue. But if he's able to go deep in Minnesota, he gets home against the pitcher. He's hit a home run against before. Again, super minuscule sample size, one for one. But, boy, um, I, yeah, that's a good idea, Shime. And I'll probably do that as part of some same-game parlay stuff tonight uh, for the Red Sox. But I think the Red Sox offense is something to bet on you can build off the team run total, but Chime just told you uh, there are also some uh, props you can lay uh, here with this. Uh, meanwhile, uh, it's excitement about sports betting here in Massachusetts. Uh, today at about uh, was it about 8.30 this morning, uh, this list came out. The list of the 42 entities, Chime, that uh, filed not for – they filed the intent with the state of Massachusetts uh, to go for a sports betting license here in state. So we had 42 – companies file with the state this morning yep uh entity they they call it notices of intent Uh, basically these are people who are saying we are going to we we like to operate sports betting in the commonwealth they a deadline was yesterday so they released the list today and it's everyone who you might think it's you know caesars bally's bet mgm etc etc and apparently they were using this to gauge uh reading from and it's a great story uh, by Robert Linehan this morning on sportsbettingdime.com. He's done a great job of following this here in state. They wanted to use the notices as a tool to gauge interest in sports betting, to which I would say, hey, morons, what do you think is going to happen? Of course people want to bet sports. What do sports. we need to gauge? So they're gonna, they are gonna have to pare down from this, and let's assume they all apply. These are 42 potential applicants. There are only 15 online sports betting licenses. Okay, And as Ro- he points out, the untethered ones are going to be a hot commodity because most of the casinos already have a partnership with operators. Like uh, Encore has WinBet, mm-hmm. uh, MGM Springfield has BetMGM, and Plain Ridge is going to have Barstool Sports. Now, these casinos can have up to two, but I'm not sure they're going to want to do that because they you know, the, the, the cannibalization of it. So it's not a lock that they will do it. So it le- basically leaves because those can have two each. Then Raynham Park and Suffolk Downs who don't have partners yet. Uh, they can both have one each. So that already chews up uh, from the casinos two, four, six, and then another additional seven, eight, which is going to leave of the 15 available, seven untethered. So basically, there's going to be a battle for these seven untethered. But this is good for us because it's showing them, yep, we want to use, use our full 15 licenses, which, uh, again, going back to something we talked about a couple weeks ago, the promos and offers out of the oh, gate, and then, awesome. the, then the line shopping uh, in when once we get to sports betting, it's going to be massive 
here in the Bay State, Shime. Like, uh, again, I, I, I love the great state of New Hampshire, love Rhode Island, love Connecticut, but you have, between those three states, a total of four potential operators, DK in New Hampshire, Sportsbet RI in Rhode Island, and DK in FanDuel in Connecticut. We're talking 15, 15 in the Holy state of Massachusetts. Smoke. That's going to be insane. I, I mean, for us, the, the gambler, like, that is a remarkably high number. I'm, I'm thrilled. Yeah. Uh, and I like this little line from from Linehan because he's he speaks like we do. Uh, uh, he's talking about the operators who did not submit notice can still submit a sports betting application. Who cares about that? Offers to new users like Barstool Sports promos uh, will be likely some of the best in the industry, like because of the competition. So yep. I had not thought about this. Like, so you don't get great promo offers in New Hampshire really for anything. Like they don't do any like. Unfortunately, because there's no competition. You want to bet New Hampshire betting with them, so DK knows they got you over barrel. They're not going crazy. It, when you were in well, maybe Connecticut, maybe you noticed this, but there were a bunch of different promo offers. Oh yeah, because they're trying to get you to bet with them versus Fanduel, Fanduel versus DK. So then multiply that by seven and a half. Go from two to fifteen, <laughs> shine, and Holy think of the offers you're going to get to sign up with these books. It's right? going to be wild. Yeah, they, they are going to be offering us promos every single weekend, like every weekend. It's going to be. Well, awesome. The sign-up promos are going to be ridiculous. Oh, those I mean, are going to be nuts. It's going to be massive. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're the t- the next meeting is September 8th. So the next meeting publicly is a week from today. So we'll get more, hopefully, information on timeline, applications, etc. cetera. Uh, but, yeah, we, you, you should be excited if you're a, a sports better. And, again, go back and uh, I forget which episode it was. You can find it uh, you know, in our, our, our scroll there. Uh, we talked about sort of the advice of, Starting to put some money away so that you can have at least like, you know, you want fifty bucks to sign up with. Like, I'm sure it's going to be like, you know, deposit fifty, bet fifty, whatever, and get X amount of massive, massive, you know, promo return. Start to put that money away now, mm-hmm. like a like a vacation club, yes, so sir. you can take advantage of all these fifteen shime sign up bonuses, which are essentially going to be free money for sports betters here in the state. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, pumped about that. Anything else for you today, Chris Scheim, as we uh, are we now a week away from the NFL? Uh, did you see the new Russell Wilson contract? Uh, oh, I did not see the new oh, Russell Wilson contract. Oh, Russell Wilson me. got a five-year extension worth, I believe it was like $265 million today from the Denver Broncos, tying him to Denver until he turns 40 years old. Wow. Um, I don't hate it. It's, he's an elite quarterback. I, I, I'm able to take a step backwards a little bit going from – what do you have with DK and, and Lockett to this? But I mean, and now you are seeing uh, not just Kyler Murray, not just Deshaun Watson, uh, but now Russell Wilson, and now Lamar Jackson is currently sitting oh, there wow. waiting, just rubbing his hands because he knows that if he does play here uh, prior to getting a new contract and lights up the NFL, he could walk away with a ridiculous amount of money. Like an, he might just rake in cash. I mean, he's got to be he outside of the Russell Wilson family and and the money they made today. The second most excited guy is Lamar Jackson. Has to be like this is he's a legit MVP candidate. He's still twenty to one. He, he won the MVP, not just the a MVP. candidate. No, no, no. Th- I mean this. Uh, this oh, you year. mean this year? Yeah, yeah. I think he went, I think he's an MVP candidate this year. Sean. Oh, hundred percent. He's my pick to win the MVP. He's twenty twenty two to one somewhere on there. The price has come down the last couple of weeks. People are like, wait a second. If they're healthy again this year and they run that Lamar offense, he's going to absolutely smash both yeah. running the football. And throwing it to to my guy Mark Andrews. Yep. Um, boy, that's good for Lamar. That is good for Lamar. And again, this is something I'm going to tie it back to the Patriots and 
get over with the Patriots. They didn't want to pay Tom Brady. Now, every every team the NFL is paying their elite quarterback, they didn't want to pay the best quarterback of all time. So speaking of the best quarterback of all time, I have a crazy stat from uh, one Warren Sharp. Um, the 10 largest value uh, – la- let me just try that again. The 10 largest <laughs> total value contracts in NFL history. Yep. Mahomes, Allen, Wilson, Murray, Watson, Prescott slash Stafford, Watson, Rogers, Ryan. That would be the top 10. Do you yep. know where Tom Brady's largest total value contract ranks in NFL history? Tell me. Tell me. 143rd at $72 really? million. Dollars. Wow. That is the largest contract Tom Brady has ever had. Now, when you're talking about guaranteed money, Tom Brady comes in right around 28th because he had $50 million guaranteed uh, on a contract. So uh, it's, just, it's wild to me that... All these guys are just getting paid, and Tom Brady continues, has always, and continues to just be like, yeah, just make sure my money's guaranteed, and, and we'll be fine. It's so wild. Like, you think about it now, there's there's at least a comp at some level to the Xander Bogart stuff, where the Red Sox took advantage of Brady. Uh, the Red Sox took advantage of Bogarts during this three- or four-year window where he was vastly underpaid, and now he's going to walk away and make a ton of money. Brady did the same thing. Yep. Uh, essentially, Brady did the same thing. You guys dicked me around on contracts for years. And, yes, he got paid a pretty penny, but – I know inflation in the NFL, year after year, the the, the new record, the, the records in, in quarterback spending are going to keep going up and up and up. And so it's going to make these guys like Rodgers down, you know, Rodgers and Brady, a couple of years from now look silly how much little money they made versus guys playing now. But that's what the Patriots did, Shine. They didn't want to pay him. Bill didn't want to pay him. Kraft didn't want to pay him for whatever reason. He said, screw you guys, I'm out of here. I just want the Drew Brees deal. They wouldn't give him the two-year, $50 million Drew Brees. It makes no sense to me. I look at this list. Deshaun Watson's on this list twice. Deshaun Watson hasn't – he's won, what, one playoff game? And he's on this list twice. Tom Brady doesn't even come close to the top ten. Like, it is – it baffles my mind to see some of these numbers and then what he, he has decided to get paid over his entire career. It's so simple but so true right now. And you can hate it. But it's the reality of it. Yep, 100%. If you don't have the quarterback, you don't matter in the NFL. Go back to the Patriots two years ago with Cam Newton. A complete non-factor. Seven and nine. No one paid attention. Then last year, uh, they got some life. They got Mac. They're a playoff team. And they were interesting again. If you don't have that quarterback in that offense, so, sorry, Bill. You're, <laughs> not, you're not at the top of the NFL, which I think they'll, I, I think they'll find out this year because I do not believe the Patriots will have a top ten offense in the NFL. Maybe you do, Shime. Uh, I, I do not believe. Uh, no, they will not. I can I can firmly say they will not have a top ten offense this year. God, we interviewed Devin McCourty earlier today on the Greg Hill Show. Greg throwing me right under the bus. He introduced me as a uh, known Mac Jones hater, and then uh, after I asked my question to Devin and he answered, uh, Greg pointed out that I have them at six wins this year, and uh, <laughs> I bet Devin really appreciated that. Well, I'll tell you what. There's no one better in radio than than having other people ask the tough questions than Greg Hill. I mean, no nobody. Whether it's a texter, yeah. a tweeter, somebody else not named Greg, no one else gets thrown under the bus. So good job by you, Sean, because Thanks. you you, know, I you are speaking it. you are speaking for a large portion of Patriot fans. Not everybody, not everybody. Nope. There are people that believe they still they are standing by with their their favorite standing Belichick back. hoodie. And they are saying, in Bill, we trust. Andy Hart and the rest of them are saying, Bill's still the best. He can't do any wrong. Patricia and Judge will figure it out. You guys all suck. So there are plenty of people there. But I think there are more people that are very much wondering what the hell is this going to look like and how are they going to put together wins against this schedule 
with this offense and this offensive line. Yeah, it's it's going to be a a journey for them because like if you start slow, everybody's like, oh, you got to wait until week five or six to see what this team is. I go, yeah, but by then they could be one and five. Like you could be zero and they four really facing off against yes. the zero and four Lions in week five. That that is a reality, and if that's the case. Well, then you're toast because even that cream puff middle of the schedule, even if you win those four games or five games, whatever, and then you hit the back half of that schedule after the bye week, oh, baby, you are in for a ride. All right, let's uh, plan on tomorrow on this very podcast. We'll hit the Red Sox very quickly. Then we'll do our divisional dive on the AFC. Yes. Let's jump right into the division tomorrow. It's a football Friday. Perfect. Let's spend a lot of time on the division, who we like, who we don't like, different award winner potentials, uh, full AFC East breakdown tomorrow on the podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, on the Odyssey app, Beck, UL, Boston, Chris Scheim. It is a beautiful day, September 1st. Did you, were you the one that said yesterday, best month of the year? Uh, yeah, I said it this morning on the Greg Hill Show as well. This is the best, September is the best month of the year. It is warm enough where it's not, it's not quite fall, but it's still kind of summer-y, but not quite. Um, and I, I can go out for a walk with the dog and I'm not going to sweat my bananas off. Um, and then, uh, but it's also the start of football season, which is the best time of the year. Um, and I don't disagree. And it's a beautiful day today. I'm curious, will you be golfing on this beautiful Thursday? Uh, no, not today. Okay. I uh, girlfriend had to go to the office today. Was required to go into the office Ooh, for work. That's the so worst. I got to go home, take care of the pup, do some things around the house, cook cook up some dinner. And uh, but it's fine. That's it ain't no biggie. I got uh, like two or three tea times this weekend. So one final note for the people out there: um, if you think uh, you're you're locked into your fantasy draft, we have ours on Labor Day Monday, like many people do. My son has been doing mock drafts on NFL.com, mm-hmm. like showing me his draft afterwards. He had his first, like, quote unquote, real draft last night where he, he like, joined a league with these random people and drafted. Attaboy. And I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at his roster. Like, boy, you got uh, this is a lot of skill guys, buddy. This is, this is really good. And then I'm like, what? Wh- where's your kicker in defense? He didn't draft the kicker. <laughs> he didn't draft I the like kicker. that. That's a good strategy. <laughs> I've done that before. Wait. He you- said, he said, I, I listen. He, I, Dad, a guy on YouTube said just pick up the best options for week one. He said just wait till the, we clear waivers and then look at the best matchups. He said, he said they, they, they want me to stream my kicker defense. It's called streaming, buddy. Yeah, good for him. So he's, he's no kicker, no defense. I also had a fantasy draft last night. Felt really good about it. I was in the uh, – How'd you I'm, do? I'm good. I, I did great. I am in the uh, Gresham Keefe Fantasy League. little plug for them. Uh, they had we did it last year. I am in it this year as well. What uh, picks to re- you have? I had the eleventh pick. Uh, so twelve team league. Yes. Uh, tough spot. The bat at a, that is a tough spot. Was Travis Kelsey still there? Uh, he was. I did not pick him. Okay. I What'd ended up do? with Kyle Pitts though. So uh, I, I went Mixon, and then on the turn went Aaron Jones. Uh, I'm a big, I'm a big the double Aaron, running back. Yes. Holy moly! I'm a big believer you. in Aaron Jones. After doing my first draft, I recognized. That unless you're getting Devontae, uh, Justin Jefferson, or Cooper Cup, I don't really want any of the other early uh, wide receivers. I would rather just wait. Okay. Did you really not say Jamar Chase or Steph Diggs there? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Wow. Okay. Um, I believe the Bengals will have at least passing offense, have a bit of a regression year, um, and uh, I am, I, I'm not fully convinced that Steph Diggs will take off like he did two years ago again wow. this year. Like He'll be good, but not worth my first-round pick. I'd rather go running back. I feel like the amount of good receivers there are 
in the middle rounds far outweighs the amount of running backs that you can get in the middle rounds. So hence why I went two big running backs off the bat. Um, and then I went Kyle Pitts, Lamar Jackson, because for some reason quarterbacks started going off the board. I'm like, I'm not going to be left without a quarterback here. So I made sure to grab my guy, Lamar, possible MVP candidate, which I love. Um, then I also grabbed, I finally grabbed a uh, receiver. I grabbed Juju as my first receiver. Um, I also have DK Metcalf. Uh, currently in my flex spot, I got Corderell Patterson. Got the Bucks D and Tyler Bass, as 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 Yo, your wait, son your, said. Your first your first receiver was Juju. Yep. Okay, this is a that's a wild approach. That's a, it, it's the like rest the zero of the, the wide receiver country, approach, right? The rest of the country is going zero RB, and you're going zero wide receiver. And that yet, is a shime. I, I, you said a lot of things. I, I'm shocked at over the years yeah. about about food and drinks and. It, this is a wild one for you. And and this is a wild one for you. And yet my receivers are still number one receivers. Granted, DK Metcalf, the number one on Seattle, who might stink, but even still, DK played well last year with Geno, so I'm not entirely worried. Somebody has to catch passes over there. So I'm gonna go I like DK. Uh and then and then Juju is the number one receiver outside of Travis Kelsey, I guess technically. Uh the number one actual wide receiver on the Kansas City effing Chiefs. Like it's it's Patrick Mahomes. Like um so in my mind, I'm like I, if I'm going zero receiver, like this is great, and but then you, I have, whoa, 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 you're also on board with me with Sky Moore for Rookie of the Year. Yes, I also really like so Sky Moore. Like, I mean, we, so we both like Sky Moore. So you tell me he's the number one. I mean, Sky Moore's going to have 50 plus catches this year. Yeah, but the Chiefs pass more than any other team in football, so that's fine. You, you three receiving. I mean, it, Travis Kelsey wow. and Tyree Kill have had top. 10 fantasy seasons together multiple times now over the last couple years. Why can't Juju, Sky Moore, and Travis Kelsey all be really good this year? And also Travis Kelsey's aging, so I'm not as high on Travis Kelsey as others. Anyways, I also have, I grabbed A.J. Dillon, who is a playable running back and also the handcuff to Aaron Jones. Uh, Then I went Chase Claypool, solid receiving option as well. Yep, Um, Chase, big play receiver. uh, And then I I took some shots. I I went with, uh, I have Alexander Madison, you know, A, he's uh, getting shopped around possible trades. He could be the number one running back Good somewhere God. else. Look at how many you're, – you're in love with running backs. Yeah, I am. Uh, and shikes. And if not, he's the best handcuff in football, in my opinion. Then I took a uh, an absolute shot in the dark here. I went Wandale Robinson for the New York Giants. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. All of their receivers are injured. Kenny Galladay is washed, and every other receiver is injured, and they're going to trade away Darius Slayton, which makes Wandale Robinson the number one receiver on the New York Giants. And no Romeo Brian, Dubs? Where's Romeo on Romeo your squad? Du- Let's go. John sniped Romeo from me, uh, unfortunately. He he, I, got him in a, I got Romeo in a different league. Uh, then I also went Kenneth Gainwell, needed another running back. Uh, I went with Jalen Tolbert, who, at least for the first four weeks of the season, will be the number two receiver in Dallas. Dallas scored the most points in the NFL last year, uh, so I actually really like that pickup because if he plays well in the first four weeks, there's a chance he just takes over the number two spot and Gallup can come back in week seven or eight and and not have it. Um, And then uh, Zay Jones was my last pick on the off chance that uh, they decided to pay a ton of money to Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. And so because they paid them money, they're going to throw them the football with Doug Peterson in charge. All right. Uh, who are the best draft, do you think? Well, you probably think you had the best draft. Well, yeah, I haven't looked at Lamar, all of the teams. Lamar and Pitts a nice little combo there. I just think you were too running back heavy. I, I would have split up running back receiver, but that, that is just me, Christian. Yeah, so at the it's, it's tough because like at the end of the first round, I could have I gone um, – Steph Diggs with my first pick there at the end of the first round, but then I don't get Mixon, who I'm really high on, because um, I believe John went uh, Diggs-Saquon on the turn at 12 right after me. 
That's uh, not bad. Yeah, That's a nice so one too. I but like outside of Diggs, I didn't love the other receivers still on the board at the time. So I was I was fine with uh, with where I went. Yeah, it's a it's a fun gamble, something to keep an eye on. And you have enough running back depth where if you have to, you can probably trade a running back for a wide receiver uh, during the year. Yep. I may have uh, a transaction that may change your take. You've been staunchly locked in on Patriots under eight and a half wins. Yep. The team just announced they signed Lynn Bowden Jr. Oh snap! Lynn Bowden Jr., former third round pick. 2020 of the Raiders. Cut by the, the Raiders. A little frisky there in Miami. Cut by the Dolphins. Mm. Does this change your take on eight and a half wins? No. I am Good. firmly still on eight and a half. Under. Under, under, under. All right. Subscribe to the pod where you get full breakdowns of uh, one of the co-host fantasy drafts. And we get to do I Because I'll have one Monday, so we're doing this Tuesday. Yes, for sir. For a big draft we have. Uh, Apple, Podcast, Spotify, Odyssey app. Becky L. Boston on Twitter. Uh, enjoy September 1st, Chris Shine. We'll talk tomorrow morning for an AFC East preview. Thank you, buddy. Sounds good, Mike. Can't wait.